Brian. Joey. Do you like films? I like films where the lines of dialogue include boobies, boobies, boobies. Who needs them? Who needs them? I thought you were going to say, I like films that you say are 80 minutes and turn out to be two hours. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That was a bit of a that was a bit of a disappointment last night when I got home and I was like, okay, 80 minutes. I could probably get through this tonight then. Yeah. And then I looked like two hours like, son of a bitch. Sucker. <laughs> no, I think it was beyond was two, 80 uh, yeah, minutes. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. I think you're right. Uh, the, the funny thing is uh, the picture for it on Criterion's website. Mm-hmm. Um, it's m- really making me want some of those hot tamales. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those red hot. Like, man, give me Mike some of those. Looks so good. They look so sweet. Uh, Delicious well, candies. Welcome to an on Lou Criterion Knots. I am Criterion Knot Joey. I'm Criterion Knot Brian. And this week, we have watched Valley of the Dolls, reverse engineering the uh, the duology, whatever the Oh, word. I was going to call it the prequel to Beyond Valley <laughs> of the Dolls. 100%. The prequel to Valley of the... Or Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. Or the, the um, alternate dimension version of Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. The, like, not quite as funny... Barely. <laughs> the the less pansexual version of Beyond <laughs> right. the Valley of the Dolls. All right. Well, Valley less, of the Dolls... Less murdery version of Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. Yeah. Yeah, less Nazis and lady men. Yeah. Valley of the Dolls from 1960-whatever. I forgot to write Seven, the date. I think. 67, yeah. 68, 60-whatever. 67 on IMDb. Uh, IMDb score 5.9 with 5,652 votes. Rotten Tomato score of 31%. Nine positive, 20 negative. Directed by Mark Robinson. Written by Helen Douche, which I assume is how you pronounce that name. Is it Rob Robinson or Robson? Uh, I wrote Rob's Robinson, but I, it is very possible. Here's Robson. I'll, I'll look again. I'll double check. And Dorothy Kingsley. Kingsley. And I would just like to point out, with a Rotten Tomato score of thirty-one percent, that Beyond the Valley of the Dolls Rotten Tomato score is seventy-three percent. Wow, um, it's that much. Wow. So this movie, um, I think, going from Beyond to this one. And kind of reading into the backstory of both and the circus around this property has has been more entertaining than the movies themselves. And I even have like a couple notes in the back here about just like Jackal and Suzanne. Because I told you I was going to try to read some of the book. Yeah. Um, which I do have now. But it didn't. It took extra long to like get here. But I bought it. Um, so there's apparently been... A 1981 TV miniseries, yeah, based on Valley of the Dolls. A 1994 TV late night soap opera, which went for 65 episodes. Wow! And a 2005 BBC Radio 4 drama okay. adaptation, including you know the Beyond the Valley of the Dolls sequel. Um, it included that as well. No, it's like in terms of this property and like where it's been. Oh, the book uh, is one of the best selling works in publishing history. It sold 31 million copies. Hmm. Um, the weird thing about it now, if you go to IMDb, you know how the synopsis of the plots, they're always like really like point to point to point. Like yeah. this is what happens in the whole thing. Someone I think is like really keeping an eye on this page because the synopsis section is very sparse and it's like the amount of stuff you would read on the inside of a book jacket Yeah, with a little note c- citation. So you click that and go down to the bottom of the page it's like, in accordance with Jacqueline and Suzanne's wishes, the synopsis section is left intentionally vague so as to not spoil the blah, blah, blah of 
validated at all. So it's, so it's like there's some weird Jacqueline Suzanne fan cultism weird going along with like I don't know her aura or something because she herself was like this sort of C level actor actress. She basically wrote what she knew. Yeah, which was this whole story. Um, the general reception for the book the section that says reception for the book mm-hmm. is empty like someone deleted it because i'm pretty sure it was mostly negative yeah just like the reception to this movie was pretty much universally negative but it just kept making money hmm. so it's very fucking weird um she hated the movie she said she told the director the movie is shit quote unquote is this uh, was this movie made with like a monkey paw wish or something? It's like like I want to make the most successful movie off this book, but no, but it turns out nobody likes it, it and it, then no curl. one. Yeah. <laughs> one the the movie I it was just like, hey, have you heard, you've heard about this? Have you heard about this Valley of the Dolls? It's what they called a dirty book. Okay, you the know what movie this is? Was or the book was oh the, the movie was the book was a dirty book. So they were making a movie of it, and it was during this era when they were making movies of, like, Lolita. And Lolita's tagline was, how did they make a movie about Lolita? Yeah. So it was, like, this titillating, like, ooh, look at this sort of uh, inappropriate book. (laughs) And then they make a movie of it, and it was like, how did they fucking put that in the movie? I have to go see that. Did they probably not? Because it didn't seem like it was anything. I think it it Even for, like, the time, it didn't seem like it was anything that was that... I think all the stuff was, it was just like topics that people didn't usually write about. It was more counterculture or like putting this stuff in like a less uh, what's it, romanticized light or whatever. Uh, okay. um, I had a couple quotes from this article. Truman Capote mm-hmm. um, called her or said that she looked like a truck driver in drag on The Tonight Show. The who did the that's Jacqueline Suzanne yeah, okay. looked like a truck driver in drag when he was on the Tonight Show and then when she came back on the Tonight Show mm-hmm. they asked her what she thought of Capote and uh, she said I think he'll be I think he's will be remembered as the best president America's ever had or something it was some like I didn't even like like a weird dig that yeah, didn't land I I don't know she died at fifty six she was super young eh. um, she had breast cancer which then spread to her lung and she was like touring for one of her books that came out after and eventually had to like go into the hospital amidst this tour and then never left the hospital. But yeah, she was only 56 when she died. And there's a baller quote on the back of the book because I think what it was is this lady was very uncharacteristically outspoken Uh for a lady of this time. At the back of the book is a picture of Jacqueline Suzanne, and there's just a quote. It says, the 60s will be remembered for Andy Warhol, the Beatles, and me. Wow. Which is pretty fucking dope. <laughs> so let's let's kick this off. Let's see what Criterion has to say oh, man. about Valley of the Dolls. <clears throat> Cutthroat careerism, wild sex, and fierce female protagonists are all on offer in this adaptation of Jacqueline Suzanne's wildly popular novel. Patty Duke, Barbara Parkins, and Sharon Tate star as three friends attempting to navigate the glamorous, pressurized world of big-time show business. 
The valley is not a place, but a narcotized state of mind, and the dolls are the pills that rouse them in the morning and knock them out at night. Blending old-fashioned gloss with Madison Avenue grooviness, director Mark Robinson's slick look at the early days of sexual liberation and an entertainment industry coming apart was a giant box office hit and has become an unforgettably campy time capsule of the 60s. <coughs> that was a longer one than usual. Yeah. Uh, uh, campy. I guess it was campy. It was, I mean, yeah. I don't... I feel like it, unintentionally so. Yeah. And then, I think maybe just because of the times of how movies... Beyond, made. like, owned it. Uh, and I have one more... A quote to read from the the what's it called the essay about the movie uh-huh. and it's another Jacqueline Suzanne quote <clears throat> I write for women who are home from work I know who they are because that's who I used to be they want to press their noses against the windows of other people's houses and get a look at the parties they'll never get invited to the dresses they'll never get to wear the lives they'll never live and the guys they'll never fuck but here's the catch. All the people they nice. envy in my books, the ones who are glamorous or beautiful or rich or talented, they have to suffer. See, that's because the way uh, the people who read me can get off the subway and go home feeling better about their own crappy lives and luckier than the people they've been reading about. So she knew exactly what she was doing. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. this is like, I know this isn't like high art, but this is what I wanted. And like, I want smutty, awful shit. And I want to feel better about the people that I've been thinking are better than me. Yeah, I want to. Yeah, yeah. Make. I want them to be the garbage people now. <laughs> yeah. How do I do that? Oh, just show them their lives. <laughs> They're just as messed up. Well, the the weird thing about watching this because I watched it this morning or finished watching it this morning. So did I. And I saw La La Land last night. Oh. Yeah, that's complete opposite. Sort well, of. it's well, it's no. kind of the same thing. It has less of like less a, drugs and booze. There's some some of it, but yeah, it, it's <clears throat> it's the kind of the same thing. It's people wanting to get into this thing and not really knowing what it's gonna do to them. Yeah, La La Land wrecked me. I was just like, I felt like I got punched in the gut, and I was just like bummed out. I thought it was cute. I no, it, like a lot of it was, but just like the sort of. Like the I knew going in it was like this is gonna have a melancholy ending. I like you can fucking tell. I mean, yeah, but it also wasn't though. It like, wasn't. They a, didn't. You know, I guess don't spoil. Don't spoil La La Land. <laughs> don't spoil. Yeah, it didn't end traditionally, but they didn't wasn't like necessarily bad. But it it was the whole it thing was more about real. like it was yeah, more real. It was like wanting. It to, turned out to be more real than La La Land. It it was wanting to do something so bad. Like the Here's to the Dreamers song. Yeah. It was just like, oh, this is really bumming me the fuck out. Anyway, um, but I digress. There was actually less music than I expected. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, I was actually, I left that theater and I was like, kind of wish there was like one more music number in that thing. Yeah, the, the music was really good. But it was I, yeah. um, that guy is pretty good at making movies. He's 31. Good for him. Yeah. Eh. I gave I gave up a long time ago that people <laughs> that are younger or as old as me are going to far out see ex- ex- far out uh out Brian you're Brian. Yeah, oh god, I cannot. <laughs> I'm not I'm not uh mm, nah. <laughs> well, I guess let's get a brain reboot. Yeah, I'm garbage. Yeah, perfect. Uh so this movie I thought was interesting. 
since we watched Beyond first. <laughs> Which I'm really glad. I was watching this movie. I was really glad we watched Beyond first. Because <laughs> I'm like... I don't know. I, I, think... I started getting bummed out about it. Because I was like... I feel like the digs in Beyond would have hit so much harder if we knew... Oh, it's actually like adhering fairly close to this <laughs> yeah. first movie. Yes, I, uh, I don't know. I'm sure it works both ways, but um, I, it was funny that it also opens with like a disclaimer. Yeah, which and it also opens with like narration for the first ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. That, Despite the fact that they're talking in the scenes. Yes. Like, no, we don't need to hear that. What, give me the gist. Yeah, just yeah. <laughs> we give know the, you're busy. Give me the ten thousand foot view of this sort of thing here. We got this. We don't need it. They're di- they're really bad at talking. Yeah. Um I bet that's what happened. I bet they shot it and they're like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> no, I bet uh, what it was is there was like maybe fifteen minutes sprinkled throughout the movie where it felt like they had just gaps and they're like well we need more exposition here let's just have them have an entire conversation on their backs <laughs> like they're walking to the car it's like later in the movie it's like ann wells yeah. and uh, the dude are walking to a car and they have an important conversation we don't see any of their faces yeah this is like well we kind of fucked up and forgot to like have this plot point so let's just do that real well, quick well we got right some here. b-roll here we can do some adr on it yeah, yeah, yeah that'll work that's what like the beginning was it's like I haven't seen it, but from what people have told me, the Dune movie is like, it's like mm. the first 10, 15 minutes is all voiceover and still imagery because it's like, oh, we need to help flesh this out yeah, or something. Yeah, I kind of, I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen the beginning of that. I bought it. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. I just, because the opinions of it are so all over the place. Yeah. Um, I think the one time I tried watching it, it was, I was, I fell asleep. I mean, I definitely fell asleep during it. I Brian pretty hard, which isn't that much of a surprise, but uh, I would, I'd been planning on watching it for so long, I'm just like, uh, I'm out. Did you hear the Arrival guy might make it? New Dune? Yeah, movie? I heard something That'd about that. That'd be pretty good. Pretty cool. I like the Arrival quite a bit. Uh, yeah, it kind of grew on me. I didn't like it when I walked out of the theater, but after I thought about it more, I kind of liked it. Yeah. yeah. I, I, it was a neat sci-fi, and I listened to the book afterwards. This has been Brian and Jerry review movies that are already in theaters right now. I'm also Jerry from the way You're that you said, you said Jerry. Brian said and Joey. Jerry. I right? said Joey. Just kind of smushed together. Um, Jerry. So I, w- I would kind of call this movie. It's it's interesting because I have a, a fuckload of notes just trying to keep up with everything. It's like a version of Beyond the Valley of the Dolls that doesn't know it's Beyond the Valley of the Dolls yet because I feel like there are a lot of plot lines happening and we skip chunks of time. Yeah, it does that. But it it at least lets you know, like it's they say something in the next scenes, like oh, it's been two years, yeah. or it's been years versus Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. It just changed scenes, and it was, I guess, years later or, or not, not yeah. or <laughs> entire whatever. relationships in one night. Yeah, it didn't matter. Well, of course, this one apparently they all three became friends somewhere somewhere along yeah. the line at some point. I guess the only time I can think of them all three at the same time in the same place was uh, when they're at that restaurant after um neely gets fired from her broadway show yeah and it's her and her boyfriend whatever and then it's Anne and and lion lion yes lion. okay okay here's and, our then, cast. and then she and then she's like on that blonde girl's on the other side of the room being sung to by who will become her tony uh, tony 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 Tony. yeah her tony 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 uh, so okay here's our cast for everyone at home because there are a lot of names in this we have ann wells yes who is our recent uh new york arrival 
she's going to become a secretary and get involved in girl the entertainment. Girl in the big city. New girl in the big city. Yeah, she's going to get involved in the entertainment industry. and She's here to make it big. Sort of. She's, she's, here, just, to, she's, she's here to make something. She's here to find out what she wants because... She's here to not be in a farmhouse. Yeah, exactly. And then we have uh, Neely O'Hare, who is a talented Who is singer, here to make it big. <laughs> is already making it big and she's like randomly, awkwardly breaks out into music song or song numbers. Yeah. Um, we have... Larson, um, Helen Larson, which is an older aging singer person, Broadway actress, actress who is jealous of uh, Neely O'Hare and yeah. gets her fired from her job so as to not steal her spotlight. And the last one, who is very underutilized and very dead looking all the time, yeah, ironic because she was one of the Manson murders. Was she really Sharon Tate as Jennifer Jones? Oh shit! I didn't realize that's who that was. Yes, that's Sharon Tate. I think you said that last time too, and Mm -hmm. and I didn't even make that connection. As a former showgirl coming to the city, um, has lots of phone calls with her mother, alluding to the fact that yes, mother, I know I'm stupid and terrible and have no talent, but at least I have my boobs. But look at but I've been doing my bust exercises. Yeah. So. The, the the story kind of bounces around between these three women who, at some point, like we said, cling together and become friends, but we at don't At some point see in time, it. all three of them are in the same place at the same time, not necessarily all three talking to each other. Two of them are. I just don't understand, like, how she came... I guess, like... Okay, so there's the connection, is that... Lion. Well, no, is that the Neely girl... Oh, Lion is an agent. Lion is an agent. Yeah. Neely got a show that was going to be, her show's, her act was going to be after Tony's act. So those two must have kind of become friends. Okay. We see it, it happens entirely off screen, as a lot of things do. But that's, I think that's the connection of those two together. And Tony and, ends up dating Jennifer. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's J- Jones. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jennifer North, or is it no, Jones? No, it's Jones. I, I think it's Jennifer, but it become, her last name is It is Jones. Jennifer. Well, it becomes North. But, um, so, then the Anne girl is there because Lion ends up representing her. So, I guess there is, like, this connection, this thread going it between the be, three yeah. of them. I think but it's probably more spelled out in the book, I, I'd imagine. It has to have been. We get random, like, breakdowns, too, where it's just, like, let's watch a musical performance. It felt like a very old movie in that way, where it's... A little bit of talking, and, and then a montage, a training montage. Tra- yeah, weird training <laughs> montages, or just like full on musical performances, which were in Beyond, and we were like, "Oh, this is fucking weird." Yeah, but I think it was like because that's what this movie was, which was there. We watch Neely or O'Hara sing an entire song, yeah, or we watch her rival, the older Larson lady, sing an entire song. She's like, "Oh yeah, these people are talented." And they're doing the part that they love, but then, like, when we're out of that moment, here's, like, all the shit that goes on behind that. Yeah. And it, it's the exact same plot of, Val- of Beyond in that let's watch these three women sort of go slide. Yeah, go, like, ride the wave of fame, including, like, the ups and the downs. The the hills and the valleys. Well, no, that's an archetype state uh, brought on by the dolls, which are the pills that they take. Too bad they didn't have any guys around for the with those dolls so they could have guys and dolls guys and 
guys and guys and guys and dolls. I, I like how they there. It's guys like I feel guys, like guys because of the title and how many times it's referenced. It's like she really, really thought that dolls as pills was going to take off and was really yeah. trying to make it happen. This was going to happen. And I was like, no, like I want the dolls. It definitely, God, it definitely sounded so forced. Yeah. When she st- just started calling them dolls. Yeah. And you're like, okay. I think it's supposed. Because- and I'm like, dude. And in my mind, I'm thinking like, do people call pills <laughs> no. dolls? She wanted them to, but I think it was like, oh, Valley of the Dolls. It's you know the Valley of Los Angeles. The dolls and are the pills. Yeah, it's uh, supposed to be like a twist. Yeah. She shamaland it. Yeah. It's not just the women. It's the pills. And the women, and, and the, the pills, and the pill women, and the dolls, <laughs> At the literal dolls. <laughs> so we, I, I would call Wells, kind of our lead, the the one who moved to New York. Yeah, and because she she immediately gets an interview from an agency, um, goes to become a secretary. At Bellamy and Bellows, attorneys at law. <laughs> She's too good looking. She's gonna get You're married. Too good looking, kid. You're gonna get married. You're, You're gonna, gonna be, be out of here, here making babies in no time. <laughs> She's like, no, that's why I'm. That's here a Bellamy tonight. guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I, I promise. Um, and then he gives her like a, a test, which is to go get some shit signed by Miss Larson. And this is when we meet this old aging, yeah, like bitchy actress woman. And it's like all—that's all it took. She said, "Take a cab, get the sign." She sees Neely Neely O'Hara singing or Neely O'Hara singing. Goes to Larson, who like tears up the contracts, like he tells him he knows what he needs to do, and it was like that's all it took. She's like, I don't want to do this. People are mean yeah. here. I hate this. Listen, not- sweetheart, that's the movie. That's the picture that's business. A, that's a pictures. That's a pictures. People aren't nice and sweet like they are in my own farm country. I just don't. But but why would you be mean to other people? That's the only way to make millions, sweetheart. You and make it- millions by breaking the backs of the others and pissing all over their ashes. That's right. They burn. <laughs> Ripping up contracts and doing whatever. I don't care. Let's grab a highball. Uh, <laughs> Pour so, yourself a sherry. <laughs> is sherry wine? Is just wine? Uh, I think, no. They no, serve it, it in tiny glasses. It is. I think it's more, eh, I don't know exactly what it is, but it, it's not, I think it might be a stronger wine sort of thing. Like well, a, we're not, we're not famous, so we, we don't know. I know. We haven't made it in the picture business. <laughs> the pictures, them talkies. Them talkies. Uh, let's see. Saw stage and screen. Weird musical. Yeah, there's so much going. Walks in a weird musical performance. Uh, she, uh, while Larson's trying to sign the contracts, she tries to make small talk, talking about how good that uh, O'Hare is. And she's yeah. like, "You're right. She, get her fired. <laughs> he knows what he needs to do." All she mentioned was like, "Oh, she's pretty good. She's singing, pretty good. Right? Like, because it's quiet and awkward, and you're just looking at me. Yeah, fucking weirdo." Um. <clears throat> <clears throat> already ready to quit uh wells thinks okay so here's where she goes back with the contracts that's shredded and then lion is suddenly there and the other guy's not like i don't know if i make missed... himself it's joey it's 11 in the morning it's cocktail time right, you know yeah. why he's there do you see seen... that giant thing of rum behind him uh-uh. it was like a keg that just said rum on the. <laughs> i didn't see that it's like you know i've seen mad men i know how it works yeah exactly uh, I just wrote ran- blah blah random sexism men suck etc. I don't know what that was in relation to, but it was like that was pretty much the gist for the first twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah, we're all terrible. Um, so we kind of have this whirlwind 
progression for what is is it O'Hare or O'Hara? I think it's O'Hara. O'Hara. Yeah. Have this whirlwind progression where she gets fired, she walks out on this thing, and then Line's gonna like represent her or something and put her on a telethon. And then the telethon, the telethon. goes well. Then she gets a show and the it's telethon like, shoots her to the top. Top, top, top. It's like, what the fuck is happening? It's like Come sing for cystic fibrosis. We'll make a star out of you yet. <laughs> 80 bullet points progress, and it's just like, okay, well, that now Wells is like an established secretary. and To be fair, that's just like setting the tone of the movie. Yeah, the yeah. Rest, that's like it just things happen, and time has progressed without you noticing. I'll leave this stinking show with dignity, is what she says. Uh, walk away from it. It'll be good for you. They try to, it's like, just quit. It'll show you have balls. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'll I'll quit then. It was my idea. Um, And then when... uh, He basically, you you witnessed him uh, inception, the lawyer inception her. Yeah, yeah. It was her idea. You're right. And it wasn't like a good inception. It was like the worst inception ever. (laughs) She's just really susceptible. Uh, There was this moment, and it just stuck with me. It's such a non-moment. But it's when O'Hara's like bitching about it in her dressing room or whatever. Mm-hmm. And this lady comes in and like, she quote, gee, honey, I'm sorry. That poor witch ought to be burned in oil. And that's like the delivery yeah. she gives. It's like, oh, thanks, robot lady. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> Just some random person got a line. Thanks, random lady. I'm glad we're trying to make her more empathetic uh, early on. So yeah. then it seems like her fall from grace is even worse. Thanks. Thanks, probably director's girlfriend or cousin. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Um, contest winner. Those are like the contest winners. Yeah. Show? Oh, yeah, yeah. She, she opened winner. up the right Coke can or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Win a role in a Hollywood picture. Okay. So now, they're, now we, everyone's kind of getting established, and O'Hara's going to perform on this stage. This is where we meet uh, Tony, a lounge lizardy singer guy, which we have to watch him sing his whole fucking song. Uh, yeah. And then he, like, falls for immediately this Jennifer Jones lady. Or Jennifer North. It is North. Yeah, Fuck me. that's what I thought. I started calling her Jones. Well, I'm going to probably refer to her as Jones because that's what all my notes say. <laughs> it's definitely North. I have North in well, the, the first half of my notes. It says North. And then when I started writing at home, I switched over. At, at, at the end of the movie, it's on posters. It says Jennifer North. And that's actually when I realized that was her name because I wasn't entirely sure what her name was oh. until then. <laughs> I was uh, just blo- it's like Blondie. You're the blonde one. Well, it's it's a fucking wicked awkward performance because we have to watch this guy with one of those long stick microphones and like zero stage presence or like that old timey stage presence where all you have to do is kind of just robotically like walk around the stage. Yeah, and, and sing your song, like force a smile and yeah. love and living together and love. It's Dean Martin. Yeah, there's. 100%. Like, yes. Every one of these characters is based so closely on someone that Jacqueline and Suzanne actually had run ins with or knew that it's just like, after it came out, it was like, wow, thanks for throwing me under the fucking bus, you right. bitch. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, uh, Tony uh, hooks up with Jennifer North, who is our showgirl woman. And then I think now that's. They all kind of just they assume that they are all friends now and they're all together and whatever. that's where the connection is. Now they're best friends. Now yeah. they're the best friends. That that's it. Yeah. So now we have um, <laughs> O'Hara's like kind of lamenting, you know, 
all this time, she, all this work and stuff she has to get ready for. And then I just wrote O'Hara proposes to her grandpa boyfriend, <laughs> which is like the guy she's with. She's, she can tell that he's getting kind of like butthurt that she doesn't really like she's focusing on not him. And she's like, let's get married. It's like, what? No, okay, <laughs> let's I guess. Th- think about it, I guess. That's, I think, Mel or Mal or. Ma- I think it's Mel, right? Uh, it starts with an M. Doll? Doll? Yeah, that's also Doll. Wells? Wells, Mel's. No, Wells is. Isn't that the that, Ann? Yeah, that's Ann. Ann. Wow. I'm fucking I think all it's Mel. Anyway, he's he's sort of like a, a faux agent y person or manager person, like helping her out. And. Slash like, lawyer. I, I don't even know. Or he types on a typewriter. He, something. He's like a. Yeah, whatever. She just proposes because she can tell he's buttered about it. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm sorry, boo. I'm going to be famous. I'm going to get rid of you soon. You'll come with me. Now, I you know, I kind of wonder. I feel like this story overall is kind of the story that people have with the Hollywood arc. Or, or mm-hmm. people just expect it's what the like Hollywood a cliche. It's a cliche story at this point. But I think this was the first time that this was a thing. Because stars before were so like glamorous and you know that old timey beauty and stuff it, like it definitely wasn't as cliche at this time. Yeah, so I, I feel but. like that had something to do with like why this book was so successful. Probably some of it too was the people that's like, oh, that's totally Dean Martin. I fucking love Dean Martin. Let's see what this is about. Um, so <laughs> after we leave O'Hara talking to her boyfriend, there's this hilariously awkward scene. And it's pretty much every scene with Jennifer North is a one-sided conversation with her mother, with her mother yeah. over the phone, and it's just like, okay, she she talks on the phone. Her acting about talking on the phone is the equivalent of somebody driving in a movie where they're constantly moving their hands back yeah. and forth. It just feels like every phone call because there's a phone call earlier on too when. Um, Anne is going to the lawyer's office the first time. The lady's like talking about somebody being pregnant, and then you find out it's her cats. <laughs> like every phone call, it just feels like uh, it just feels so fake. Like you can tell that they're like counting like the <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, no, I, I can't believe that she's pregnant. It's weird. Well, and and you know because we don't have the other side of the conversation, she has to unnaturally repeat like the stuff she's hearing. Yeah. I know, I know, mother. I know I don't have any talent. I know all I have are my looks. Yes, I'm doing my breast exercises. They're bust. They're bust exercises. Was it? I thought it was was, breast. I think it was bust. I can't send you. I just sent you $50. Okay, I can try to send you another $50. Yes, I know grandmother is sick. (laughs) It's just like so much exercise. Jesus Christ. I think that's why the, the phone calls just felt so, I mean. That's why they felt really fake. Is because she was is that. That's it. She just kept repeating everything. Maybe just don't answer the phone. Seems yeah. like every time you answer the phone, it's a fucking bummer. Yeah, just leave it alone. Yeah. Um, yes, I'm doing breast exercises. Fake driver was So we've done the. Um, oh, we haven't gotten to. So there's the montage of her building her act. And then after that, I really like that sequence it it, it, with O'Hara. Yeah, O'Hara. She it's her training montage where we see her like doing like actual like muscle training, and then learning to act and doing. Yeah, a it wasn't wheel. just it was like, like it wasn't just bonkers. like standing. Or la, la. It was it, it was actually interesting to see it, like the physicality going into everything. Too. Yeah, 
Um, but after that, they're having a meeting at the lawyer's office, and that's when the makeup guy is there. The makeup guy. This is like so. We're back in the lawyer's office. This there's this makeup guy talking to <gasps> oh, Anne oh, oh, yeah, and yeah. Uh, that's that's I think isn't that Bellamy? Like, that's way later here. Is it way later? Yeah. Was I, I have like a, a like half a page of shit before that. Oh, do they go? Oh wait, Wells so... Wells has a long uh, a feeling walk and talk with uh, Lion. Uh... Okay, so I jumped ahead. Yeah, is this wait? Is that before or after the funeral though? <laughs> what funeral? I fucking lost. What when her with her mom with Anne's mom? She, they go, oh. they go, they go upstate or whatever. That's way later. Is that way later? Yeah. Oh man, what happened to my notes? That's why you write them on paper. No, you shut up. My system works. <laughs> Apparently, it doesn't. There's a purse full of dildos. What are my notes about? <laughs> Larson performs, uh, where she sings about her tree for a while. She's gonna plant her tree, and it's gonna grow, and she's gonna plant her tree, and it's a nice tree. You remember that? Yeah. Huh? No. What? <laughs> Did you watch the the middle part? Yes. <laughs> Did you just delete like the middle thirty yeah, minutes? <laughs> yeah, just take it out. No, they go they go on that walk. They go to the bar and then they do it at the and yeah. This is right after the, the tree performance. So it's like, what are the reviews? We have to wait till four a.m. Well, oh, let's that's go right. to a bar. That's right. Okay. Yeah. We're, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. at the bar now. Let's go. Fuck. There. I just yeah. saved you fifteen minutes. There you go. <laughs> That's right. I just could not remember the tree, though. That was the song that the old Broadway lady was singing. Oh. She's like, I plant my tree. Okay. I plant a tree so big. Yeah, I, I wasn't listening to that song very well. I plant my tree. It's, it's, it's so long. Yeah. I remember the song. I remember her singing. I just did not remember what it was about. I wrote down in regards to her performance. It was late last night when I was at that point in time. Because she was, you know, the guy's like, she's a pain in the ass off stage, but I love her. Or she's a pain in the ass, but on stage, so she's, she's amazing. A, yeah. yeah. And it's just, right. I just wrote dot, 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 her? Because, <laughs> like, the, she was an okay singer. Yeah. But it wasn't like, a, eh. the other girl was clearly better, which yeah. maybe is the point. Yeah. Um, She loves her tree. Whatever she does, so they have to go wait for the reviews, and then we have this. That's when they have the work. The montages after they do it in the dark. Yeah, the, no, we have a do it montage, which is awkward. Kind of. <laughs> it was more. It was. You know, she got. Yeah. The I feel like it wasn't so much montage. It was just like three or four shots. I that. have awkward sex montage written down, so it must have felt montagey, or it was just like we are here and we shouldn't be. Yeah, it just felt like that. Um. The O'Hara montage, which is now where she's gearing up for her show. Right. That's like super dumb, but I still like it. And there's a, a moment where... Where she's like, this is when you start seeing her taking the pills. The uppers and the downers. Yeah. Like she does something and then hops off the stage and then pops some pills and then gets back up on stage. It's like, yeah, just some uppers. Some yeah, quick, some quick, quick uppers. Quick jump. Uh, no, there's a moment too where she's like they're dancing, but it's all through stills. Like in beat with the music. It's like... Bah. Bum, bum, bum. And yeah. every beat is like the picture's changing to yeah, a different pose. Cool. I was like, oh, that's kind of like fun and inventive, has its own like sense of style and stuff. Uh, but I felt like these montage moments were the only times where the movie had its own point of view. The rest of it was just so goddamn slow. Yeah. It's after this, though, is where she finds out about her dead, like her mother's died. Because uh, that's what it is in my notes. It's after the, the after that. Um, Oh, because she, she, yeah, they have that conversation where they're walking, and he's yes. like, I'm not going to get married because 
Like it's bad for me or whatever. And I and it's good that you know who you are. I'm yeah. Wells, I'm a lady, I'm a new woman. Yeah. It's good that you know who you are. It's good. We're just gonna be married in all but name. This won't come back at all. Not in the least. Uh yeah. Then off screen Jones and Tony or North and Tony. <laughs> yeah. Get married, Get married. Send a telegram to his sister who is like his manager. manager yeah. Okay, fine. Whatever. The, um No, what? That's that's all for now. With them, yes. Well, no, because the, she t- she gets she finds out about the marriage, and then she calls a a doctor and is like, "Yeah, we're gonna have we're going to California. I need a doctor over there." No, I haven't told him yet. And then they don't address it again, and then until later. But that's when there's like some sort of secret that his sister has from Tony. Okay, that's what this note means. I just wrote pregnant question mark. Yeah, I no. didn't know what that meant. No, it was. It was like, before we knew that that was his sister. At least I no, didn't. we knew it was his sister because okay. they said at the beginning. They said during the lounge, uh, she's like in the corner, and um, Anne and Neely were talking at the table, and one of the, I think it was Lion or somebody was just like, "Yeah, that's his sister, who's like her manager." And I can't get over his name is fucking Lion. I can't. I, I can't deal with that. <laughs> I know. L y o n. Yeah, which I didn't, you don't know. No, but, you don't. But that's uh, what it says on IMDb. Um, we then find out that Ann Wells, our secretary woman's mom, has died, which we find out in another ADR. Phone call. That's the ADR back talk. <laughs> like, they're oh, that's the that one. That's Why right. didn't you tell me about your mother died? It was my grief. I didn't want to tell you. Well, yeah. you should probably told me. Well, this is an important plot point. I figured we'd pass it on camera while we <laughs> discuss this. Why should we have this character moment? Let's let this go Wait, away. you have a mom? Hey, like, hey, what? Hey, look, I got these chestnuts. Let's roast them by the fire. And I, my mind got blown because people actually did. I that. know that's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. I was like, oh, that looks kind of fun. <laughs> oh, wow. People do do that. It's not just a dumb lyric. Yeah. Um, so they, they go back. She apparently it's the funeral's already happened and she's already died. And then they're just going to go back to her hometown for a bit to like chill. Well, I mean, it's where her mom was at. I think she went there for the funeral, and they're there with family. You know, as you do when someone dies. Yeah, and then as you do when someone dies, you try to, like, fuck them in their old house. Yeah, naturally. Yeah, like, hey, boo. Hey, boo. Your mom's... I know you're sad. Yeah, you want to, like... But, you know, we don't make you unsad. You want some other nuts on your chest? Yeah, I got some (laughs) some chest nuts for you. (laughs) He just is like that's just sex to them. He just puts his nuts on her chest. <laughs> Boop. Sixties. <laughs> that's how we do it. In the in the boffo biz. <laughs> the big boffo biz. Uh, Put some nuts on your chest. <laughs> um, was she driving a hearse? No, it was just a really big ass station wagon okay. car. <laughs> they drive away. It's like yeah. Is the mom in in there? No, no <laughs> like it's right like now? a giant station wagon. Uh. But he does have a sweet move to like trying to make this happen. It's like, hey, hey, boo! I know your mom's dead, and we're in your your house. You have this chestnuts, and I won't marry you. But come on, but, come on, come on, come on, come on. He—that's literally his come line. On. He says, "Come on twice." Yeah. She's like, "No, you go to the hotel. I'll call you a cab." And then, and then the next day, she goes to the hotel, and he's like, "Well, I'm off to London to write a book." Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like. Wow! What? Wow! Blue balls are just like did he, really went straight to his head. Did the actor have a conflict all of a sudden? <laughs> yes. Like he had to be away for like a couple weeks of shooting. Yeah, Jesus. Um, 
Yeah, that was very abrupt. So like, she okay. she goes back to work, and this is where we get to this makeup yes, person. Yes, sorry, the, this is it, yeah. The Gillian girl. Gillian girl? Gillian. Gillian? It's Gillian girl. Is it Gillian? Gilligan? Uh, Gil- Gil- the Gilligan, Gilligan girl. The um, Gilligan girl. She should be on an island. She should be smart and hip and modern and attainable and look. She should be pretty, but not too pretty. And she should she should look exactly like Mrs. Wells here. Hey, Mrs. Wells, do you want to be a whatever, whatever? Do you want to be a big star in the commercial business? <laughs> yes. You'll be like Flo, but prettier. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Flo? Don't, Don't worry, worry about, about it. it. <laughs> Two years later. <laughs> Although they did, that, I actually like the the montage for her because they did a montage for her modeling thing, all her commercials and stuff. Yeah, but there yeah. was like one that was kind of cool where she's like inside a painting, like a door opened and then closed. There's it was kind mm-hmm. of a neat little visual thing. I don't know. Again, it's the this director's moments, like Neely's montage. This felt like the coolest part of the movie. It's like I feel like he had these moments. Yes, and he's like, all right, now let's just do this bullshit so we can get to the next fun yeah. part. Um, so now, yeah, yeah, this is where we have our our time jump. And North is watching this Gillian. I think it's Gillian girl. I think it's Gillian girl too. Gil- she's watching a Gillian, Gillian ad. I it was, maybe it's Gillian. I no, she thinks it's Gillian. We're gonna go Gillian. We'll go Gillian. Criterion stance. Gillian. Gillian girl. We gave up on Gilligan. Yes. Okay. Dead. Gillian's dead. Gilligan's dead. Another mom call. He's lost at sea. And here's what it's it's during the Grammys, which I guess that could be what she's wa- like watching. But the mom calls, and it seems like it is the Grammys. But she's like, yes, I'm watching it too. Yes, she's so pretty. And it's like, she called to like tell her about the commercial or something. Yeah, the commercial was on during the Grammys. Yeah, which which then... And then that was the moment where I was like, how does she know the makeup girl? (laughs) Yeah, wait a minute. Uh, That's when I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) Yeah, there's some connective, weak connective tissue there. Um, Now, this is two years later. Two years after, um, Lion left to go write his book in London. Lion goes and writes his book. She becomes a, a commercial model, and Neely basically starts singing. Right? She's, like a, she's a star. She's a movie star. She's two a- years later, yeah, O'Hara wins a quote special Grammy for her contributions to music. That's shit you get like fifty years. <laughs> And you're like right. retiring. They didn't even bother giving her like they an album award. Yeah, they should have just like had her win for best song or something. So, yeah, it's just like for your contributions to the recording medium of only two years ago, uh, Neely O'Hara. Here's your special Grammy. <laughs> to be fair, she did introduce the electric keyboard to music. So did she? I don't know. I don't know. You're, I don't know. you're making shit up now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to find something. She showed she showed musicians what a chord was. Well, a lot can happen in two years, apparently. Yeah. Um now the our next uh couple blasted bits of info. Studio drops Tony's option. You're not gonna bring Tony the singer guy back for more movies. Nope. Who is now married to Jennifer North. Yep. Um Wells and Wells sees Lion in LA. He's back from England. He's written yeah. a book. It's kind of about her. Yeah. Now that she's famous. De- it was dedicated to her or I don't something. know. And then. Yeah, she's with someone else at this point, And then she comes back. 
or he comes back and then she kind of like falls in love with him again and it made me really angry. It doesn't really like fall in love. It's just all of a sudden they're walking on the beach together and I thought, what, how did... Well, they- no, then they go to like a house and they start like making out. And- yeah, that's after the beach walk. Yeah. It's like they were, she was at a table with another dude. Oh, uh, he's, no, no, they go, no, I guess they are at a house because he says something about like marriage. No, that's after the walk. And then they just fuck again. I don't know. I don't know. It, it's I don't just know. like, they just, they're, okay, they're back together now. It was just like, lady, respect yourself. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. He left you to write a book. About you, probably. In now that you're famous. Yeah. And now he's back. Um, And it's at this point in the movie when everyone's starting to get really upset. Yeah. They say fag a lot. They do. Well, because they, they call that one guy. Yeah. They think he's a... he's I, a, a, Ted Casablanca. A gay. I wouldn't uh, pay attention to... Uh, to that, you know how bitchy fags can be. Yeah. And it's so, like, nonchalant. They kept like, saying oh. it. It's just like, oh, wow. I'm like, I'm, like, watching. I'm like, I feel kind of bad almost. <laughs> well, like, just, I know it's used... just the times, but at the same time, I'm like. Okay. I'm not used to hearing it, like, adults say it seriously. That's, I'm used to hearing it, it as, like, third graders on a playground. Yeah. So, but, like, apparently that was just a, I don't know. Ted Casablanca, who is this, like, dress designer. That everyone an apparent loves. fag, I guess. An apparent <laughs> fag. So apparently. Um, oh, O'Hara's like 100% on her pills and she's like over her husband. He like basically kicks him out. And she says. She's like, I will be. Oh, she's like. I got it. I got okay, it. Okay, you got it. Ted Casablanca is not a fag. And I'm the dame to prove it. <laughs> like balls. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Which I was like, that's fine. That's a, that's a funny line. Yeah. But, um. So the Mel, that's her her grandpa boyfriend, he leaves O'Hara and takes his typewriter, which I don't even know what he was typing, but he he leaves and Jennifer North was there just to put her legs in the pool and then she leaves again. <laughs> I don't Yeah, she comes in just for a quick dip. Like yeah. a literal quick dip. Like pink. Okay, I'm out. Yeah. That was um, quick. I dipped my toes in. I thought it was just like a social call, but whatever. I don't even know what she's doing there. Like I think it Well, they they were partners oh this is the weird thing because she was so the neely girl was worked with what's his name tony like they had two shows that were after each other one was after the okay other. tony 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 so they knew each other and that wasn't so strange why the blonde girl came over because she would have like you think some sort of relationship with them just because if they're working together a lot and coming up and then like later in the movie, this is like later, later in the movie, Neely's like, I've never seen Tony before. She says something like that. I'm like, what? Oh, no, she, she couldn't find him at the, the oh, asylum. Oh, was that what that was? Yeah. Okay. Because it, it sounded like he, anyway, that's kind of jumping around a little bit. But um, so she gets the divorce with her husband and immediately marries Ted, Ted Casablanca. Ted Casablanca. Who is not a fact. Who's not. They, uh, is after this, that's when Lion and Wells walk on the beach. And he, Lyon says that he's now repping O'Hara. Yes. Um, that's, they fuck again after that, is, uh, per my notes. Yeah. Um, O'Hara, there's this, this weird moment, and this is what you were t- alluding to with this, no, he doesn't know yet. O'Hara av- actively avoids Tony, like won't meet up with him because yeah. he's kind of fading. And uh, North and Tony try to catch up with her, and then his legs just like stop working. Yeah. And he fall, almost falls down the stairs, and then he's apparently got this like degenerative disease. Yeah, they cut to him being on a hospital bed, 
and he has Huntington's disease, which I thought was bold that that was the choice they went with. Huntington, Huntington's Carrara. Yeah, it's yeah Huntington's disease, but it's like a it's a pretty messed up. That's a real thing, right? Yeah, hundred yeah. percent, and it is super hereditary. Like people don't have like they find out they have it, they like don't have kids. Oh yeah, yeah. Because trying to get it rid is, of it. Yeah, it is like an awful thing. Um, well, apparently I, his dad had it, and yeah. his sister has a different dad, which right. is how they get around that whole thing. Um, and that was the secret. Yeah, that turned out to be the secret that she knew but wasn't telling him because I don't understand. Because the '60s, we don't talk about ailments. <laughs> I, that's, it's at this point I just made the connection. I'm like, oh, she's his sister. Yeah, his sister. I had like, no idea. Very, yeah. Uh, and then Jones takes a pill, also known as North, also known as Jennifer North, also known as Doll. Takes, takes a, a doll. pill. Takes a doll. Also takes known doll. as a pill. Also known as the Valley. In the pills, where the where valley of the pills, <laughs> valley of the pills of the girls, valley of the pill girls. I like that they're just, the dolls are just sort of like the every drug. Yeah, they're kind it's of just whatever generic drug. It's sleep upper. Well, yeah, it's whatever you need it to be. Well, I think the ones they kept taking were just sleeping pills, but there were some uppers that she that Neely was taking too, because they said it's like she's taking this pill during the morning and then she's taking this pill at night, but then they only ever showed her taking. One pill. The dolls. The dolls. Do you think he... Do you think he... Um, what's the Joker think, guy's name? The, Joker? The, the Joker? That Mark, died? Uh, Heath Ledger? Do you think he was taking the dolls? He was living in the valley. And the Joker? And then he died. Sorry, I just, read, I just wrote or read. North is pregnant with Tony's poison baby. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. Don't have babies. Well, it's too late. And then she has an abortion. Spoilers. Yeah. Sorry, off-screen abortion. Off-screen, which ab- is uh, again something less, in the movie. Which is something in the movie, but also happens the exact same thing almost in Beyond the Valley of the <laughs> yeah. Dolls. I'm like, okay, good. We have that abortion, that important abortion connection. Yeah, thank God. Woo. There's this uh, other hilarious moment when um, o- O'Hara finally hooks up with Ted Ca- Casablanca. Casablanca. It's Ted Casablanca rumored to be next mate, <laughs> which is the headline in the newspaper. They're like monkeys. <laughs> Apparently, it's like well, that's, at least they're like to the point. I don't know. Keep blueberries um, out of your pockets when around them. Um, Ted. Uh, so this is where North, like Tony, is now in a, a home for disabled, like permanently, and she goes off to France in a sanitarium. To, yeah, sanitarium. I don't know why is the sanitarium because it's a generic hospital that wasn't for just hospital people. Ah. Uh. Well, she she goes to France to make some some nudies. Yeah, some skin N- flicks, some nudie pictures, nudie pics. She's got to do something. See, art she's... films, quote unquote. It, yeah. Um. Then we have our whole chunk here where Neely just like finally hits a rock bottom. Oh, do we? So, and then this is before he goes to the sanitarium. Oh wait, no, this is no, that's uh, after. Uh, no, pregnant. So skin flicks. Okay, yeah. So this is rock bottom. Yeah, sorry. Neely O'Hara. Doesn't feel anything anymore. She needs a man. She needs a guy to, to go hold with her. her. She needs a guy to go with her dolls. Guy, guys and dolls. She has to go home to Ted Casablanca. 
Uh, and then when she can't find him, she finds him in a pool with another lady. Yeah. And he has spoiler. This, he's not gay. <laughs> he's not gay, but he has this really like. He's a fucking pro at like turning the blame. <laughs> he did. Like this, he just like the balls on him to yeah. just be like, no, uh, this is your fault. <laughs> yeah. You, just you got, can't be angry at me. This is your fault. He literally just. I'm caught, gonna go back in that room and fuck her. He got caught red dicked in their pool, and it's just like. Uh, no, this is, like, totally on you. This is on you. Um, what? Yeah, yeah, I mean, you just, like, you you, you kind of, like, did this to me. Yeah, and us and this yourself. is your fault why I'm and doing And she, like, this. buys it. She's like, no, don't leave! And he's like, nah, whatever. Ah, uh, you're a fag anyway! And then, yeah, and then chases the, and then he chases the other girl who went in the other room. Well, yeah, like, when she walks up to him, her reaction is, all right, faggot, start explaining. Yeah. And then they go through, like, every emotion in this conversation, um... I think your dog is trying to get in. <laughs> um, so he uh, pool lady. All right, faggot starts playing. Okay, then um, the next morning she goes to bed, and we lion who is her agent finds her in bed, just like passed out, won't go back to set, like yeah. won't do anything, wants her to dry out, uh, go to the again the sanitarium, which I guess is for every everything and then she calls american air or united airlines what's your next trip to san francisco i gotta go to san francisco the smut capital of the world apparently <laughs> i guess um where she like kind of goes through and and sees everyone in a weird way like she sees a theater playing jennifer north's um skin flicks france france movies she's and... at the at the bar singing to her own song that she puts on the jukebox yeah <laughs> and then she's just like boobies 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 who needs, Who needs them? I didn't. Which is what I also wrote as a potential alt title. Who needs them? Or boobies, 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 colon, who needs them? Yeah. Um. So this is where they talk to her again. Hey, you OD'd this time. Next time you might die. So you should probably go to the sanitarium, which she does. But she just needs a doll. Just a doll. Just I need a doll. a doll. She just needs a doll. One fucking doll. Just one doll <laughs> to help her sleep. I just need to do whatever Give the dolls do. Hot tamales. It'd be great if the nurse came and just gave her like a little like Barbie doll. <laughs> I thought they were hot tamales. And then her feeble escape attempt. I don't know what she was planning on doing. Yeah, putting her foot putting through this foot car, through the thing. Yeah. And then... That whole point, the whole part of the movie is like could have been is summed up in one sentence. She goes to rehab and she finishes rehab. Yeah, she goes to and finishes rehab. Um, but there's a really great moment where we get to see one of North's French films. Yeah, where it's just basically like it's a Criterion film within a film. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that should be on my list. <laughs> it's for that part. And the movie around it. Yeah. No, she she's like gets dressed and then there's a line the wine almost fell in in my my shoes. Finn. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god, that's that's so good. Like it ended as like, oh, that's another criterion movie. (laughs) Hundred percent. That's really hundred percent. Um uh, and then she's going to, like, there's some deal where, again, uh, moving in a million miles an hour, the French dude is has an option to sell the movie in America, but he doesn't want to because she'll get half the money, and she just wants to go home and see Tony, and he'll get someone younger and prettier. I don't know. It was like, everything was, seemed to be going good, and it goes completely shitty in, like, ten seconds um, with their French boob movies. Um, Lion gives O'Hara a musical um they have o'hara tells her about this weird 
corner singing with Tony, who was in the wheelchair, mm-hmm. which was just another reason to get a musical number in here, I think. Which um, was the, kind of the same, although it was like a very sweet emotional moment in the movie. I did, I did actually like it. You did like was, it when she was singing the song to him. Yeah, um, it was the same song. And but, then she, yeah. then he gets wheeled out. Yeah, and he's like, he like strokes goodbye. Out <laughs> and then there's a really awkward moment after she tells the story. Lion gives her a musical, like uh, like a part. Yeah, and then she says, "You got to be careful, Anne." I, the I'm i going to steal him. I'm going to f- fuck this guy soon. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah, I know. Like, why, would you, why would you say that? Why would you do that? <laughs> so, well, that obviously happens. Bold. Yeah. Um, Let me find out. Like, we get a phone. Fo- oh, the blondie comes back to America. And she's like, uh, I need a, like, and the manager lady's like, why are you going to see this doctor? There's nothing more that they can tell you about the Huntington's disease. She's like, I have to see him for myself. She has breast cancer. Breast cancer. Her one asset, according is, to her mother. Is gone. Is, will be gone. Will be gone because she's got to get a mastectomy. There's only one person who can help her with this. Who's that? A doll. Or like 80 of them. A gaggle of dolls. <laughs> Which I believe Wait, is the... a murder of dolls. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what happens when she dies. Yeah. When she ODs from her murder of dolls. Uh, O'Hara ODs. I'm sorry, not O'Hara. Jones, also North. known as North. <laughs> okay, that's how much more than Lion. Uh, oh, fuck me. Jeremy. There's ODs. so many goddamn people in this. Um, and everyone has a full movie's worth of plot attached well, to Well, especially them. when you give one character two names when she only has one. <laughs> that really complicates I'm the trying, mess. I'm trying something different here. Um, O'Hara then, like, fucks Lion. Wells gets get, starts getting on the pills. Briefly. Um, O'Hara shows up at a Larson party, who is the old Broadway lady, and then they fight, ending in O'Hara flushing her wig down the toilet. Yeah. Okay, and the old lady looked better with blonde with the white hair. Personally. I thought I thought so too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think there's kind of an important moment that comes out of that, which is the agents and managers talking to the old lady about that. Yeah, and you kind of see like, yes, she's kind of like an old bitchy person, but she's she still takes the job seriously. Yeah, she is still professional, and she does like her her character even says she's like like my co- I have a strong core. She's like weak. She's she talented. Drugs. She's talented, but she's very weak. Yeah. And she won't last. It's kind of kind of an interesting when you th- think about like the new hot young person, like how those people kind of burn out so fast yeah. and there's rarely one that's like around for decades. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I it, I feel like it was trying to say something really interesting and there's still something there. It d- didn't have enough time for it obviously. Yeah. But um I thought that was like a cool moment and like actually had its own point of view there. Um, there's. Have you ever seen the movie The Hudsucker Proxy? I've seen parts of it. That's one where the, the um, you know, for kids. Yeah, for kids. The, the hula hoop. There's yeah. a moment right at the very beginning. You know, the main dude jumps out the window, and mm-hmm. then another dude tries to jump out the window, and he gets up on the table and says, "I'm getting off this merry-go-round," which is like the lyrics of the song. In this movie. Yeah. Gotta get off of this merry-go-round, which is, like, this whole long song with all these, like, really thin metaphors about, like, quitting or giving up or, like, yeah. 
it, it, I wonder if that's where that comes from. Because if so, that's really funny. Might. <laughs> For this old white business dude to to like get up on the table and I'm getting off because they're like this New York company. Yeah. I'm getting off this merry-go-round. Valley of the, huge Valley of the Dolls fan runs and tries to jump out of the window. Um, uh, okay, we're, oh God, we're so close. Uh, Wells goes home after she's had her her pill, brief pill addiction stage. Yeah, which kind of came out of nowhere. It was like and, she needs and to disappears as quickly as it comes back. Yeah, and then she goes home. She quits. Yeah, um, which is a good moral of the story. Just fucking quit. Yeah, just quit. Go home. <laughs> Um, O'Hara kicks line out. She finds pills. The Broadway show has, uh, it's, I love it. It does the thing that all generic Broadway shows do, which is they have sailors singing sailors. <laughs> yeah. Like everybody's coming down in like white sailor uniforms. That's how you know it's a Broadway show. That's, uh, the fucking, uh, Hail Caesar, which was, yeah. not, was not a good movie, but that sequence with, um, What's the sailors name? and with Channing Tatum and Channing Tatum, yeah. yeah. And then and what's another the one with um what movie am I thinking of? Oh, oh, not movie. Uh, Kimmy Schmidt where the uh, the boy this the is it the, if it's season two I haven't seen it. No, I think it's the first it's the first season because it's it's like um it's a boy love Broadway show or something like a man is a a, a father is in love, love with his a father's in love with his son. It's like dad. I think it's called Daddy's Boy. Oh, okay, yep. That and they have they do like a singing at the end of the episode. They have a bit where they just show part of like the the play or movie, <laughs> and it's a bunch of sailors singing. <laughs> Amazing, yeah. Uh, so O'Hara kicks out line is like a wreck again, and then she the understudy goes on, and she's she's fucked. She's she's alone in an alley crying about everyone who's not there. Yeah, just, just listing names. There's there's the, the list other names, names in the movies, yeah, yeah. All of them. They should have had like little picture in picture fade-ups with uh, like played by underneath it. Uh, that's how the credits roll. Yeah. <laughs> the credits just roll as she like puts uh, her head down in the in the alley. Jones, I mean North. <laughs> Jessica <R-I-G>. Jane. <laughs> Jennifer Jones. No, I mean Jennifer North. <laughs> Is Jennifer Jones that Marvel show? Jessica Jones is. Oh, God, I can't. <laughs> you know, you're not even swinging a miss. Fuck me. Uh, uh, Lion, who finds Wells at home, yeah. proposes to her, and thank fucking God she says no. Yeah. Because if she would have said yes, I would have snapped my disc in half. <laughs> uh, um, so apparently in the actual, like in the, sto- in the book, uh, she does. Are you Say serious? Yes. Yeah, and they have like a kid. How do you know this? Because <laughs> I was watching, I was, uh, uh, Kirsten and I were watching the movie together, and she just, after the movie, she was just looked on Wikipedia. I don't know, whatever caused it. She was just kind of looking it up, mm-hmm. and she saw, she just kind of read that thing about the end of me. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And that's, I'm like, now I know. <laughs> it's going to piss you off so much. <laughs> Oh, my God. So the movie actually had a better ending than the book did. All right. Well, I have the book. Fuck me. Just, just yeah. And then she walks off into the snow and... Yeah. Another... And says, my people need me. <laughs> and then just walks into the She woods. floats backwards <laughs> without moving her legs. Yeah. And then the song starts that says, this is where I'll start again. I feel like there were so many moments that they had to either fill it with ADR or very appropriate on-the-nose lyrics. Yeah. So you knew that, like, oh, okay, she's going to start over. She's starting over. Basically, don't get involved in Hollywood. Yeah. Like, you, there's, not, there's no way or, you're going to... Or Broadway, where it started. Start Fame. 
don't, don't even worry involved. about it. Yeah. You're gonna be fucked. Just what? You're gonna get involved with these pills, these dolls. These there's dolls, gonna be dolls everywhere. And there's gonna be men and women, and you're just gonna, gonna be guys. Over there's it. gonna be dolls. Grinder. It's gonna be. It's gonna be quite the show. It is a meat so grinder, many guys though. and dolls. I'll it's gonna you, be a crazy though, I feel show. Objectified, like, crazy all show. the time. Yeah, I'm just like lower and lower cut tops. Like I can't. I know. I can't. I just feel like a piece of meat. I haven't shaved my beard in. Like maybe two. Months. I'm constantly waxing everything. <laughs> trying to stand. Trying out. to. I try to do something. Everything is just being waxed. Brian, what are your your three reasons why? Three reasons. This movie is in the criterion. Why this collection. movie is in the criterion correction? Correction. <laughs> correction. Uh, number one, and we kind of, we didn't talk about this at all, but it was in the beginning of the credits, the okay. opening credits. And that was music by John fucking Williams. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, I was like, no way. Went to IMDb and searched John Williams. Sure shit right there. But Valley of the he, Dolls. Hasn't he done every movie? Well, yes, like apparently. He, he, he's copyrighted every note. So yeah, like, well, it was like it was adapted by, adapted and composed by. So I, I don't think he quite like wrote all. He didn't uh, write it. That's why I didn't have any of his classic trumpet glass <laughs> music. That's why it didn't sound like Harry Potter or Hook. Was that him? Yeah. yeah okay. Come. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, uh, I watched the riff tracks of Jurassic World yesterday. Speaking of, oh yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, I would imagine that was pretty sucks. good. Um, Number two is they were they had no Morpheus to guide them on their red pill journey. That's true. They needed well, they needed the blue pills to, they, to balance that out. They tried to get out of the matrix. Those were the guys. Yeah, the guys were the blue the pills. Blue pills. They oh, didn't have the man. guys. All they had were the dolls. <laughs> you need your guys and dolls. Is that what that movie's about? Yes. Fuck. <laughs> Uh, and number three was an accurate portrayal of a Criterion film within itself. <laughs> yeah, it's like the snake eating its tail. <laughs> yeah. oh. spilled wine in my shoes. Finn. It's <laughs> pretty good. Um, number one for me. Mm-hmm. The dolls! The dolls! The dolls! The dolls! Give me a doll! That's number one. That's good. Uh, number two. For destroying three people you just don't care about. <laughs> and number three, for making Beyond the Valley of the Dolls an even better movie. <laughs> In retrospect. Yeah. We should just rename this. Oh, it's the prequel it's to the Beyond, the, Beyond the, the Valley of the Dolls. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, man. All right. Uh, all right. So here is the rewritten synopsis in my cursive. Hopefully I can get through this because it's a tough, tough one to read. <clears throat> and what I am finally realizing is the 60s version of Fifty Shades of Grey style success, Valley of the Dolls, adapts an outspoken Spitfire author's pride and joy, wherein she thinly veiled or thin veiledly sells out everyone she meets from the limelight periphery. A somewhat tasteless move when um were it not for the no bullshit way Suzanne spoke of her work and its uh, origins. She's simply giving the unwashed, unskilled, unglamorous, unbeautiful masses the taste of fame where those rich assholes get what they deserve, what with their hot bodies and fame and success and overall uh, uh, unsatisfaction with their lives. Joke's on me. I own both movies and the novel and it clearly must be working. <laughs> so, she won. She won. Posthumous. Humor, humorous, post, posthumously, 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 
Yeah. So this has been kind of a, a fascinating journey, and I've read more about the back story of this than I have, I think, for most of the stuff we've done so far. Well, it's got a, kind of more drama to it than... Well, she's... This lady just seems like she was... She wrote a book because she was pissed she wasn't famous, and that made her famous. That's got to be a fucking trip. Yeah. Because I think what it did was make a lot of people hate her personally. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, oh, you didn't get... F- She's like the Scott Ackerman of authors. <laughs> She's like... <laughs> she got famous because of other people. She got famous because she's able to capitalize on who she knows. Yeah. Which is hmm, fair. Uh, yeah. And and her being kind of like uncharacteristically like snappy and rude. Like, it was probably fun to watch. And, you know, it's going to be Fifty Shades of Grey and in another 50 years because the book version i just got is the 50th anniversary like oh, it's God. it's old um but i think that's you know it's the book people know. were but 50 buying Shades of gray isn't really about that sort of thing isn't it just like a weird it's a dirty novel? book quote unquote a dirty book which oh. is like that's what they called valley of the dolls it's probably what when will women realize just fucking watch porn ladies <laughs> like they, it's Julie, not bad i think they do they just do both they read porno and, and watch porno? They do all of it. I don't think a lot of ladies will watch porno because it's gross. Okay. But, quote unquote, you know, the, a lot of porno is gross. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, have you seen it? Yes, I've seen it. <laughs> yeah. I've seen, have you heard of this? <laughs> have you heard of this pornography? But I feel like it's more acceptable because it's written. Because it was kind of funny reading reviews. It's like, it's very poorly written. Mm. And it was like, that's what. So, they, yeah, I guess that would be like Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, it's yeah, like. Because it, it's like a poorly written, super famous book. That's, it was it's smutty. That's made a billion dollars and has a shitty movie. Yeah. It's it's like a provocative. Okay. This is outside of the stuff that I normally read or get to read, but it's okay because it's literature. I was and, a, I, I'm a lot more on board with your metaphor to Fifty Shades of Grey when you said that they thought it was shitty written, too. Yeah, like, they okay. did. Yeah. She, they're yeah. like. And she's that was her response was that quote. It's like I write for who I know is wants to read this. Um, you know, they'll never get to that level. So just fuck it. It's here's some trash. Yeah. Like, anyway, good on her. She figured it out. R.I.P. on all that. Um, next up, we're gonna finally watch Satyricon. Satyricon. Because it's called Fellini's Satyricon, uh, and it's gonna be a toughie. So buckle the fuck up, Brian. All right. <laughs> Uh, Fellini's Satyricon is next thank you all for listening you can write in criterionauts at gmail.com criterionauts on twitter Um, again your support for us comes from our Amazon referral link which pays for our hostings and whatnot. so if you shop on Amazon click the Amazon referral link on uh, explosivemagico.com you just shop like normal and it gives us a small 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 cut of it um, I have some shirts. I'm gonna get up there soon. Um, nice. As soon as I get off my ass. Yeah, get get I'm on that. Really like stop being so stop being so goddamn busy. <laughs> I know. I keep thinking I'm about to have all this time, and then I suddenly don't, which is good because it means I'm not going broke. Yep, there you go. That's um, all that matters. But uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Much appreciated. We love you. We miss you. Glad we're back in the new year. 2017. 2017. Felicity Satyricon, it's on YouTube if you really want to watch it, but you might just want to listen to it. (laughs) I own the Blu-ray, so we'll be watching a nice quality version of it. We'll see you next time on an all-new Criterion. I've been Criterion. I'm Criterion. I'm Brian.